Is it wrong to date your friend's dad? <laughs> That's what we had in Am I Wrong today. And boy, did the calls and texts come in on this one. A lot of feedback. Not, uh, But I feel like we actually made a difference on that I, one. W- maybe finally for the first time ever. Which was nice. Uh, which is good, especially after Fireside Poetry got us started <laughs> off. With uh, uh, We really found out Kelly Jordan listens to no one else during the show. That is true. That is true. We also had a very interesting trash flash, which I believe... I think I bared my soul a little too much. That was the highlight of the show from my opinion. Really? Wow, that's a bold statement. All right, well, you'll hear this hot mess that we call a radio show right now on the podcast. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Man, it sure is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score, put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to... Fire it up! Oklahoma, my friend! Ah, okay, trash. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't think of anything. Boomer Sooner trash? Sure. Well, that's where we have a late night. In fact, it's 1 a.m. And authorities get a phone call saying, hey, you need to get to this apartment because there is a massive brawl going on inside. Sure enough, (laughs) authorities hit it and headed over to the apartment quickly. And when they got there, sure enough, the fight had moved out into the parking lot. There were going. two gentlemen, Jaro Mendez and Elias Acevedo, were brawling outside. And when the cops pulled up, they actually saw Acevedo hit Mendez in the back of the head with a beer bottle. Oh, That's not good, right? Well, sure enough, authorities finally got everyone split up and both were covered in blood. Both had several lacerations on the body. And both were also intoxicated. Now, when authorities got there, the two men were still yelling and screaming at each other. But they were screaming in Spanish, so they had to get someone to come on out and, you know, be a bit of a translator. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Kelly Jordan wasn't nearby. I wasn't. Well, when the translator did show up. They said, what started this entire fight? Well, the two roommates actually got into a fight over who had the better phone. The one had an Android, the other one had an Apple. Ah, an argument as old as time. And it apparently had started with a squabble inside. Well, at one point in time, the fight became physical. And as we know, spilled out into the streets where they started stabbing one another. Both had to be taken to jail. Both needed stitches. And by the way, both were arrested. Ah, perfect. No word on who was the Apple fanboy, but they were both taken to jail and are facing charges. Lock them yeah. up. What a ridiculous thing to get that angry about. Hey, right? You know, they both have their advantages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, give this one a score, shall we, Wood? Come on. Um, having a fight that spills out into the street. How about just even get, I don't know, mm. getting in a fist of cuffs with one of your friends. It, it oh. feels trashy. Oh, well, like an ouch. actual fist of cuffs. Okay. I'm not talking about wrestling around or whatever. I'm talking about throwing hits. Mm-hmm. It's trashy, man. I'm sorry. It's How trashy. dare but- you, sir? I'm sorry to hit so close to home. Okay. It's trashy. Fine. I actually got into a fist fight with my best friend of my, the, my best friend of my life. It's trashy. I punched him in the ear because he kept calling himself Admiral B.A. Trashy. That's pretty Both of you are trashy. Watch yourself. I'll punch you in the ear right now. Come on. Bring it home, boy. (laughs) All right. It's only 125 points. Okay. 
All right. And then we got uh, the fights. Continuing the fight when you're out in public in front of other people. Well, I mean, that's where fights go. Trashy. Tell everyone, let's take this outside. Trashy. Okay. I feel like it's trashier to stay inside, but that... Ah, keep it... Keep now, it. now you're coming after me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, breaking a beer bottle over somebody in a fight. Now that's trashy. That's trashy. That's mm-hmm. going to get you 150 points on the trash scale right there. You ever been hit with a beer bottle? I don't think so. Okay. If I was, I was so drunk, I didn't know. I got hit with a champagne bottle. Thank God it didn't break. I got hit with a shot glass one time. Oh, well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> but it was at a bar, you know? Ow! <laughs> And actually, and actually, you know what? You want to hear a really funny story? I got hit with the shot glass at a club in Chicago called Excalibur, and I love this club. And I was like, I'm keeping this shot glass that someone just threw at me. Put it in your pocket. I did put it in my pocket, and then I was dancing later, <laughs> and, and it broke in my pocket. I must have been doing some floor work or something. And the shot glass broke, and I have a giant scar on my thigh. From where the shot glass broke in my pocket and just sliced the hell out of me. I looked down, and I, I don't know if I was wearing jeans or khakis. I don't know what I was wearing. <laughs> and I just had this giant blood stain on my pants. Man, you're looking. There's arteries and stuff in your legs. Right. So I run to the bathroom, and I just wrap it with toilet paper. And I'm like, we got to get the hell out of here. Back like, to I, the floor I go. No, I was like, I'm full of booze, so my blood is not coagulating like it should. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm fixing to bleed out here at Excalibur. So we got, it would, later on, I was, like I, I limped for like a month because of that laceration. I'd like to see that scar. Come on. Come on over. Is that your biggest scar? It might be. That okay. might be my biggest scar because it was like a tall shot glass too and it broke in my oh pocket. My. I used to have this move I would do. <laughs> I would like flip up in the air and land on my stomach. Oh, yeah. yeah it was sweet, but I think that's when it broke. And Daniel killed me inside of Excalibur in Chicago. By the way, that's trashier than getting a fist fight with It's way trashier. I'm not, I'm not defending it by any means. We're going to put 350 points on the side for Kelly to come by and get later on. I'm about to hit 1,000 this year. Moving on. Yes. Uh, where are we at? Okay, you got hit with a bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, let's see. Oh, arguing over which is better, Android or iPhone. That's a verbal argument at best. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe a shove, but that's it. <laughs> 200 points on that right there. Uh-huh. They were both arrested, so yep. we got to give them 150 points both on that. Drunk. Bo- oh, they were both drunk, so another mm-hmm. 150 points on that. All right, good. Yeah. We got ourselves a good score. That's funny. I haven't thought about that story in years. Oh, I plan to be thinking about it all day long. And I'm just bleeding out in a nightclub in front of everybody. <laughs> that's nice. But think of that move. Oh, it was so sweet. You know, everyone saw that move. It was like, oh, God, what does it matter with this guy? Why is he rolling around on the floor of the nightclub? <laughs> and by the way, it was not nearly as majestic as you see oh, it God, in my no. eye. No, it wasn't. More of a roll. <laughs> Moving on. Come on. Uh, okay. Uh, our, our score today. In the, our, our gentlemen fighting over iPhone and Android earned themselves a respectable 925 points. Am I wrong is when someone's struggling with something in their life, so they call us up and ask for your help on it. And that's exactly why we have Lou on with us right now. Lou, why are you on Am I Wrong today? So uh, I let's just start from the beginning. My best friend and I have been best friends for like eight years now. So we're super tight. And um, her dad is like, a, he was a really young dad. He had her when he was a teenager. So he's young and he's really cute. And now he's single. I just, I find him like I'm into him and I just want to know, is it okay 
for me to ask my best friend if it's all right to ask him out. Oh, Lord. I saw where this one was going within about the first three (laughs) seconds. Wow. Can can I ask, how old are you? I'm 21. Okay. How old is he? Yeah. He's like, I mean, early 30s, mid-30s. I don't know. He was like a teenager when he had her, so he's young. Okay. I mean, you know, older than me, but like he's not as old as my dad. And your friend, you're you're the same age as your best friend, right? Yeah. Okay, so that would be rough math. We're thinking like 37, 38. Isn't, wouldn't it just be easier to let this one go? I mean, we will get the listeners to chime in on this and tell you if you're wrong in a second. True. But boy, what good could come of this? I don't... Love Kelly Jordan. Love. That's true. Now, has... Me... How, what I guess? Yeah. How did you know how the marriage or relationship? You say he's single. Was he like married to your best friend's mom, and that fell apart? Well, I mean, they were married at some point, but they divorced when she was pretty young, and okay. he had a girlfriend, and now they broke up. I actually think that works in your favor because if you were going to be like the next woman up <laughs> after well, like a mom, then that's that oh, would be wait. bad, bad. Has there been? Any sort of flirtations between you two up until this point? I mean, I don't know how you define flirtation. He's really friendly. He's really fun. He likes to joke around. I don't know. if Is that flirting? Uh, you're asking the wrong two yeah, guys. Yeah, we don't know when we're flirting according to our <laughs> wives. So, uh, whoo. So there's never been like, but there's never been anything that's been overtly like, hey, you know. On the nose. I'm into you or anything like that. No, I mean, I I mostly, it's not like I just hang out with him. Like, you know, he's yeah. my friend's dad, so mostly when I see him, she's around or she just ran back to her room to get something or whatever, you know. It's not like we have, like, candlelit moments to confide our feelings or something. <laughs> Does she live with him? Yeah. I mean, oh. well, during the summer. Oh, okay. Lord. All right. Boy, I, I, honestly, I am of the... Now, Kelly, you and I... Yes. Both much older than our spouses. Yeah, yes, now, thank not you. Now, this, not this great of a difference. No. Now, it has worked in the past for many oh, yeah. people. The age... I don't even care about the age difference. Is that what you're hung up on in this whole thing? Is I the think age part difference? of it. Seriously? I mean, you're talking 18-year difference. You're also talking your friend's dad. Age difference be damned. The heart wants what the heart <laughs> wants, Kelly Jordan. Look, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter what you and I think. Mm-hmm. I, I just think this is just a recipe for absolute disaster. And you said that this is your best friend. You guys have obviously been friends for a long time. Is this like your a one like best friend? Because and the reason I'm asking this is because like if you ask about this and she does not, if she's not okay with it, your friendship, even if like you don't take it to the next step. That friendship is going to be damaged in some way or another. Oh, it's scorched earth. I mean, I just thought if I asked her and she said no, I won't. And if I ask her and she says yes, I still might not because I feel kind of shy about it. But then I might, you know, if Mm -hmm. she says it's okay, I might. And if she says it's not okay, of course, like, why would I do that? Well, then you've already planted the seed, though, that you're hot for her dad. So that's all she's going to be able to think about. I didn't really think about that. This is... I, look, I'm going to stop talking, all right? <laughs> and what we're going to do is what we are always what we always do on Am I Wrong, Lou, and that's that we put you on hold, mm-hmm. and you can hear all the calls, hear all the texts, and we're going to ask people, is it wrong for you to date your best friend's dad? Wouldn't you put it like that? How else can I put it, Wood? <laughs> 
I really appreciate your help. All right, 320-656-9453. That phone number will work no matter where you're listening to this. We got people sitting on hold already. What do you think? Should she go through with it? No. You're, you're a no flat out the box. <laughs> yeah, that's no. What problems do you see arising from this? <laughs> where do you start? It would be really awkward, I think, for all of them. Right. Um, but as, and then if something happened, of course, then that's going to put tension between her and the friend. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that'd be really weird depending on her age and his age if all of a sudden her best friend is now the aunt or now the sister. <laughs> I just thought about something. She said that she still lives with her dad, like her friend still lives with her dad. Don't do it. What no, if no, she's no. all dead? What? No. Yeah, we're all thinking it. Being a dead is not that kind of show. Why can't I say it? What if she were to spend the night and then, exactly. you know, she's wearing his shirt in the kitchen in the morning when her friend gets up. This is, this is a mess. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not going our way. Nope. Nope. All right. Let's keep the calls and texts coming. 320-656-9453. Is Lou wrong for wanting to date her friend's dad? Kelly and Wood. Lou wants to know, is she wrong for wanting to date her friend's dad? Mm-mm. That's that's it. Boiled down into a nutshell, Wood. I can't, I can't bend the truth. Okay. So that's why she called in for Am I Wrong? 320-656-9453 is the phone number. And we're just asking you, is she wrong? We're helping her out this morning. What's up? Has she thought about, like, where she wants this relationship to go? Like, does she want to be married to him? Like, does she want to have, a like, a long future? And if so, like, how's that going to put herself in that position with her best friend? Mm, versus, like, like a, almost like a Stacy's mom type thing, like a crush. Correct. Yeah. Like, now... I'm the wife, and technically your mom, but I'm still your best friend. Like, that's not going to go well. Don't you laugh, it's- Kelly Joy. This is serious. The heart, the nerves of the heart. Like, oh, what a mess. I'm just a no. That's just so uh, kind of a mess a little bit. Yeah. Sorry, hon. I, so I, you're a no. I'm a no. Thank you so much for the call this morning. Bye. Bye. All right. We got some text pouring in, too, on this one. Uh, like Stacy says, the more you guys talk about this, the worse it starts to sound. I don't know. All I'm saying is facts. Facts don't care about feelings. Isn't that what they say? That's true. And you are right. But all right. We got some good text here. How about this one? I'm leaving all names out of this because like this one, my ex and I split up. He ended up marrying someone who is seven years older than our daughter. And it caused problems. Yikes. Everyone's going to freak out. If anything, you should ask your friend about this because you're definitely opening up some wounds maybe down the road, which makes some sense. Yeah. On the flip side, other people coming out on her side. Dilfs all the way. Date a mob. <laughs> I'm 15 years younger than my boyfriend. So there you go. There's another. You say Dilfs? Yes. Oh, okay. I just I, I couldn't hear what you said. Mm-hmm. I wasn't looking at your mouth, so I didn't uh, know what you said. <laughs> my eyes are up here. Thank you very much. Uh, this one, even if it all goes well, this is a friendship game changer. So unless yeah. you want to risk losing your friend, you better tread very carefully on this one. Uh, it's kind of mostly kind of on that side of things of like it's going to scorch the earth. I don't know. This is a good idea. Yeah. So far, no's are winning out. More over the yes. All right. We got a lot of people sitting on hold want to chime in on this one. What's up? Um, yeah, I would personally. Um, I kind of have like a situation similar to this that happened in my friend group. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it was actually the other way or kind of different because my one friend dated my other friend's younger brother who was like a lot younger. Okay. So it was kind of different way, but it just, it got really bad and it did not end well. So. 
the friendship kind of ended over it and it's like put a strain on our whole friend group. So I just don't really advise dating friends family members right the brother i don't i don't have a problem at all with the brother right. i mean you're the, the i the i dad. guess i keep going back to the, like the age part of it matters the most yeah, to the me. age mm-hmm. to me it's the 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 family the bloodline that matters the most to me age ain't nothing but a number yeah. but man just because you know in my opinion whether this relationship works or doesn't work the friendship is over so if i had a smoking hot sister you wouldn't ask her out i'm happily married man and obviously you weren't married I, I'd think about it. Exactly. With your blessing, though. Okay. I would get your blessing first. Like, hey, dude. So you would ask Your first. sister's firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Can I shoot my shot? Okay. And what would you say to me, Wood? Hell no. <laughs> Guy's a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for the call. Let's keep them coming. Three, two, oh. That hurt, man. Hey, man. Words have meaning. Would what? you want me dating your sister? Yes. Be honest. Three, two, yeah, absolutely I would. <laughs> All right. I'm like, look, you're going to have to deal with a lot of gas. Mm-hmm. But once you get past that, he's one hell of a guy. Oh, my. 320-656-9453. Let's keep the calls. Let's keep the text coming for Lou. Is it wrong that she wants to date her friend's dad? We will take your calls and texts and give her her judgment next. Kelly and Wood in the morning. Is Lou wrong for wanting to date her friend's dad? That is what we have up today. And am I wrong? 320-656-9453. We're going to take some more calls and texts. And then give her her judgment in just a minute. Now, we've got a lot of people coming after the dad. Now, we should remind you, the dad has no idea. Right. The dad is completely in the dark on this, hasn't even given an idea that he's interested. Nothing like that. Other people texting. Again, I'm leaving names out because people are sharing like their personal stories with this stuff. Right. Uh, Age isn't really a problem. Brother's not big of an issue. It's the dad part that I'm iffy about. Other people texting in. Hey, check it out. I'm actually marrying my best friend's brother next weekend. That would be that would be cool. Now we get to be sisters as well. Can't wait. But again, that's this that's brothers. I think brothers I'm okay with. Right. It's the it's the fact that you're you have this other person's DNA. Yeah. Other people <laughs> saying like I think this is a really good point. Who do you talk to most about your relationship? It's your best friend. <laughs> if you do this, that is absolutely gone. Yeah. You are not going to be able to talk with your best friend Oof. about her dad. Like Other- your dad's a stallion. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Uh, other people saying, like, think of flip it around. What if this is you were in her shoes? Other people thinking, think also down the road. What about, you know, kids, things oh, like that? Man. Too- Here's your uncle slash sister and best friend. Does it, how does it even work? There's a lot of roll tag <laughs> behind all this. All right. Should we take a couple more calls and give right. Lou her judgment on this one? Mm-hmm. What's up, man? Hey, just the whole dating your dad sort of thing. Like, now, if you flip the perspective on it, like, does her friend want her dad to go and find a relationship? Does she want her friend to find love? And you see that other times, like, oh, my dad's been dating or missing out on or stuff like that. Excuse me. And maybe if her best friend kind of hinted there, like, hey, maybe you'd be a good fit. Like, it could go that direction too, rather than you want your dad to date all these, you know, floozies type thing. If that's what her friend wants, you know, that's if true. you just kind of flip the perspective a little bit. Not a bad idea. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's true. So, Almost yeah. the devil, you know. You don't, exactly. You know your friend, and at the same time, like it could bring it all closer together. And two, then you're helping protect your dad, and you're now you're kind of picking your stepmom, so to speak. I know these sounds weird, but you're not going to call her stepmom. I mean, I think we're a little past that. Yeah. <laughs> depending on the <laughs> right. Day. So just a different perspective. Yeah, I oh, love it, man. One. Yeah, thank you, Jeremy. We appreciate it. 
Hey, no problem, guys. Have a great morning. All right, we got time for one more call. What do you think? Would, should Lou date her friend's dad? Would you have a problem with that? I'm trying not to think of my old dad because he's old. Um, <laughs> but no, I guess I wouldn't have a problem with it. I mean, really? love is love. Wow. We say that all the time. We do say love is love, but boys, there's got to be some limits on it, isn't there? How long is you over the age of 18? <laughs> now, listen, we're going to keep this as PG as possible. Oh, here we go. But how would you feel knowing that your friend and your dad oh, here we are. had had relations? Are together? Yes. Oh, that works. Um, well, I mean, it, in my opinion, it's kind of no different than dating your best friend's brother and knowing the same thing. That's true. Mm. What, did you, have you date, dated your best friend's brother? No. No, absolutely not. I'm not friends with my brother. It's like, oh, it's totally normal. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> no. All right. Well, nope. I thought I thought everyone would think that she was wrong, but clearly you don't. Uh, I mean, if they enjoy each other's company, why not? Well, I think it's time to hand down a judgment. All right. All right, Lou, you heard all the calls. You heard all the texts. Your judgment today, and am I wrong? <laughs> Pretty brutal, mm-hmm. but... Uh, you, most people saying just walk away from this situation. Some people saying ask your friend about this, but be prepared for the friendship to be over. You got to know what you're going in for here. Ooh, I mean, that doesn't seem worth it then because, you know, it's not like I never meet cute guys. True. Right. And that's and maybe that's another thing. Like if you take a step back from it, you let things kind of mature over time and then you can kind of see where it goes. I I, I just don't know if the... Juice is worth the squeeze, if you will. Do you live in a Lou? Do you live in a really small town? Medium. Okay. So yeah. there are other dudes out there somewhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It seems like they're all like so kids. They just, I don't know. They just like to like goof off and monkey around and stuff. I don't know. Wait, but is, yeah, you're right. Is is so? You've been friends with this girl for a long time. Are your dad and his dad friends? I mean, not really. Like, they'll, they'll say hi to each other, but they're not, yeah. like, they're only friends because, they're only friendly because we're friends. Okay. okay. Yeah. You know? They're like beer drinking buddies. Yeah, or I was like, hold up. That's, that's, that's hell no. Yeah. I didn't well, even think about that. Lou, uh, we wish you the best in this. What are you leaning towards doing now? What After hearing all that? Well, I mean, after that, I'm not, I might, like, I don't know. One drink in, I might tell my friend her dad's cute, but I'll leave it at that, and that I won't even do on purpose. It'll slide out by mistake. That's fair. I mean, Float the warning balloon out there first. I mean, honestly, and I can only tell you as a guy's side of things, uh, you know, a, a couple of my buddies have had good-looking moms. Yeah. Trust us. <laughs> he knew that we thought his mom was hot. <laughs> so I don't think that's wrong, but... I don't know if anyone was like, what do you think of, maybe I ask <laughs> your mom, Alan. That's a different, that's a and farther bridge. Then there's Maude. Yeah. All right. Well, Lou, we wish you the best in your future endeavors. And, um. Godspeed. Yeah. Thank you. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news. With Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. Sometimes when we do these happy hour stories, I try and put myself in the shoes of the hero of the story. Mm -hmm. And I always wonder what I do the same thing. Well, there's an Amazon driver from Michigan. His name is Cedric Figures. And he was pulling up on a house to deliver a package, and he thought that would be it for the day. Drop this off. Go on home. Well, as he pulled up on the house, he noticed that there was smoke pouring out of the windows. And he thought, oh, gosh, it's not good. Well, not only that, he heard someone inside screaming for help. Oof. 
So, uh, so figures was like, what am I going to do here? There's active flames inside. How am I going to get in and help this person? Because he can't put his own life in danger to save whoever it is that's inside yelling for help. Well, it turns out the person inside was the elderly owner of the house who was trapped in the back bedroom, couldn't get out. Couldn't get a window open, couldn't do anything to get out of his burning home. Well, figures obviously couldn't just stand there. As luck would have it, there was a fire extinguisher sitting outside for whatever reason. Maybe it was placed there by the good Lord above. Who knows? So figures grabs the fire extinguisher, is able to battle back the flames, get back to that man's bedroom, grab him, and carry him as he battles the flames on the way out of the house. That's something like The Rock would do in a movie, right. you know? This doesn't happen in real life, right? Yeah. Well, figures then pulled the man out of the burning house just as Engine 1211 pulled up on the scene, and they were astonished as to what they saw. They said, had figures not pulled up, had he been even three minutes later, this would have been a totally different story we'd be talking about today. So they obviously considered him to be a hero, and they rewarded him a medal and said, people like him make society better. Now, you're going to like this, Wood, because this is what happy hour is all about. When Figures was interviewed by the local paper, he said, put good energy out, and you'll receive the same, but do it not for something in return. He said, just do it because you know it's right, and good will come back to you. Right? Perfect. Isn't that what we say all the time? You bet. I mean, this dude here is just an absolute hero. I, I don't know if I would have that courage. That's what I'm saying. And he's do a buttload of good. Right. I mean, that dude has definitely got some good stuff on the right side of the ledger. But have you ever been around a house fire? Uh, yes. The heat is its almost indescribable. Right. You can feel it from uh, 300 feet away. I mean, it's insane. I pulled up on a house fire years ago, and the you know no authorities were there. You just pulled up, and when I got out of my cart on the street, yeah. it was just... In your face. Well, think of the size of that fire, and then there's all kinds of other stuff burning in there. There's styrofoam burning, and popping. And, yeah, it's batteries. terrifying, man. Oh, it's one of it's honestly one of my biggest fears is a house fire. But we are focusing on Mister Figures here, who was an absolute hero, saved a life. Literally, that's, that's why we do these stories, man. Got to, got to be a beacon of light in the darkness. And it's all thanks to Audio Video Extremes. This was your happy hour. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. I thought this was like a joke story when I first saw it. So back in October of 2020, Oreo constructed a concrete bunker in Svlavbard, Norway to protect their recipes in case of an asteroid impact. The vault also contains... Oreos wrapped in mylar and vials of milk powder and all the other ingredients that they need. So not only is the recipe there, a small amount of the ingredients needed to create Oreos are in this bunker. So if we, no matter nuclear attack, asteroid, whatever it is, they will be able to rebuild Oreos. No offense. If that happens, don't we as humankind, have bigger problems than Probably. where the Oreos are? Well, haven't you heard, like, Bill Gates and all those guys? Don't they have a bunker somewhere in Canada? Everyone's got a bunker. Oh. Well, it's got, like, seeds in it and stuff so that yeah. they can repopulate the Earth without us. Oh, I'm sure the Illuminati has, like, a hollowed-out mountain by now. Just Oh, there's a, absolutely a hollowed-out mountain. They've shown it on National Geographic or on, like, the History Channel. No. Yes, it used to be a missile command center. And now, like, the Illuminati own it or something like that. Is this the same, like, is this the ingredients for the, the white cream or the cookie part? All of it. Doesn't you, matter. You can't, have, you can't have one without the other. Otherwise, you don't have an Oreo. You uh, just got white point. cream or chocolate wafers. Mm-hmm. But I find it interesting that Oreo 
thinks or knows that they're so important to this earth that they have built an underground bunker in Slavbar, Norway. Is this why it keeps going up in price? Because what, they're Oreos? building crap like this? Keep I don't the know. price low, guys. Jeez, I bought my son some uh, Mario Brothers Oreos the other day. I was like, holy crap, those are expensive. What's a Mario Brothers Oreo? Exactly it's, what it sounds like. It's just got their picture on the Oreo. Oh. Yeah. So it was like another $3 thing. <laughs> but what's the, what's the superior Oreo? Double stuff for me. Oh, no. See, I like the, I like the thin ones. Nah, you're crazy. Mm. Regular Oreo. Just plain old, plain Oreos. Let's go. Honestly, the golden ones are better than the. Chocolate I was about ones. to say, what about the gold and black? They have one that mixes. Oh, Ray, the chocolate. Look it's look chocolate the in the middle. <laughs> chocolate in the middle. No, it's chocolate on the bottom, vanilla on the top, and then cream in the center. Goodbye racism, right? <laughs> right. They solve racism, guys. <laughs> one <you> bite <laughs> at a time. <laughs> but no, that's the bomb one. But I don't think that's Oreo brand. I think that's some off-brand my grandma used to so have. Like the they, Walmart one that you yeah. go in and they, they probably make, do they, not taste right. They probably no. make it from the scraps of all the other Oreos. You that try dunking it in milk, it just dissolves right away. Yeah. No. They can leave that recipe laying around if the asteroid's coming. Can I say something? Yeah. I hate cookies and milk. Am I am I alone in this? I, I can't stand uh, dipping cookies and milk. No. The milk looks disgusting and the cookie is now soggy. I'll tell you this. Go home, take an Oreo, and dip it in the milk for four seconds. One, two, three, four. Okay. That's too fast. Just four seconds. Yeah, like four Mississippi. And I'm telling you, it is the perfect. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. You don't but you don't like it because of the sogginess or because of the milk? All of it. I, I like milk. I'll crush a glass of milk right now. You're not one of those guys that like eats cookies and water, are you? No. Ooh. How about just eating a freaking cookie with no juice on it? Yeah. No, you need you need the juice. Why I can't just have a dry cookie? That's that's pretty weird that's too. Weird. Actually, <laughs> that's weird. That's Especially matter, an Oreo. Guys. I will tell you this though: no matter what happens, gentlemen, we will have Oreos. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad we won't have a place to live, but we got Oreos to eat. Yep. Yeah. And you maybe didn't find this one interesting. I actually did because I didn't think that Oreo had had the wherewithal to build something like this. It's not this. bad today. It's not bad at all. And I'll have another one for you tomorrow and the day after that and probably till the day I die because sometimes I find these things interesting and you don't and that's okay because sometimes... <laughs> Kelly and Wood. It is now that time to test my football knowledge and it could mean Vikings tickets for you. That's right. All thanks to Pepsi, we are getting you qualified to go see the Minnesota Vikings take on this. I keep wanting to say San Diego Chargers, the LA Chargers. Get it and right. Plus, you also get qualified no matter what, you know, if you get it right, for the grand prize, which is a sweet package to see the Vikings take on the 49ers. That, again, the sweet package, we can go down on the field, locker room comes through there. That's food, so cool. Everything. The best way to see a Vikings game. So. You better know your stuff, Kelly Jordan. All right, I will do my best, Wood. Uh, mm. We have Bev on the phone with us right now. Bev, what are you up to? Oh, just uh, listening to the radio. <laughs> Fantastic. Good thing to do. Now, Bev, I'm going to ask Kelly Jordan a question here. Now, you don't have to know the answer, Bev. You just have to know whether or not Kelly Jordan is right or wrong, okay? Okay. All right, the question I'm asking Kelly Jordan. Let's go. The Minnesota Vikings play Thursday night against who? All right. Now, mind you, I had this in my sports earlier this morning. Bev, will Kelly Jordan get this right or will he get it wrong? Yes. Come on, Kelly. Oh, all I right. I think I'm going to get it right. Faith in the kid. Bev, apparently now, listening to the show for the first time today. <laughs> Self-admittedly, I've never once paid attention to your sports. Correct. I, only because I'm doing other things getting ready for the show to begin, right? Whatever makes you feel good. <laughs> so, I'm going to... What's that, Bev? <laughs> 
He's got a 50-50 chance. Right. Well, not really. I mean, there's a lot of teams yeah, to choose from. Say, I don't know if you understand math. All right, let's go. Are Come you on. ready? I think I know this one. The Vikings, this Thursday, will play the Baltimore Ravens. Now, that is an NFL team. <laughs> yes, it is. It is not the team we're looking for, though. Did we ever even play them? Uh, rarely. Okay. Rarely. So, uh, Bev, you hitched your start to the wrong wagon. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bev. I really am. But, Bev, hang up. Start texting in the word Pepsi to 320-656-9453. We'll get somebody else qualified to go see the Vikings, take on the Chargers, and qualify for that sweet package to see the 49ers on Monday Night Football. Is that who we're playing, the Chargers, this Thursday? No, this is the Eagles again. Okay. Eagles. Oh, Ravens, Eagles. Oh, Dang yeah. it, I knew it was a bird. Right. Kelly and Wood. Fireside Country Poetry is when Wood reads us some country music lyrics in a very poetic fashion. That's right. Brian Riley and I have to figure out what song it is. Mm. Brian loves this game. I hate this game. Don't let his groaning under his breath fool you. <laughs> now, uh, Brian Riley, you will be buzzing in as a dinosaur. Can I hear a dinosaur noise, please? <laughs> Very good, pterodactyl. Yeah, that was the one. Mm. Dang. <laughs> Kelly Jordan, you will be buzzing in as a pterodactyl or a uh, dinosaur? dinosaur as well. Can I hear it, please? Oh, my gosh. That's a lion. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> All right, so here we go. I have three songs, and if needed, I do have a tiebreaker ready oh, to go. Oh, thank goodness. I need the song title and artist. Is there any theme? Uh, No. Are we ready to go? <laughs> song and poem number one. Victoria's Secret. Well, their stuff's real nice. Oh, <laughs> but I can buy the same darn thing. On a Walmart shelf, half price. <laughs> and still looks sexy. Just as sexy as those models on TV. Right. Oh. oh, Kelly Jordan. I think I'm wrong, though, but I just want to get something out there. Is it Blue Ain't Your Color by Keith Urban? No, it is not. What? I don't know. I heard Victoria's Secret. I got. No, I don't uh. need no designer tag to make my man want me. Yes. That's the question. Is it. Uh... Martina McBride, redneck woman? No, it is not. You might think I'm trashy, a little too hardcore, but in my neck of the woods, I'm just the girl next door. I'm a redneck woman. Rawr! Yes, Kelly. I got the artist uh, right. Redneck woman, Martina McBride. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember who did redneck woman. No. Uh, <laughs> rawr. Rawr. Yes. Is it redneck woman? Uh, Sarah Evans? No. <laughs> oh, we know the artist. Casey Musgrave. No, is it, is it Redneck Woman? There, it's Redneck Red Woman. Just keep us until woman. you get the right one. Is it, is it, uh, who sings the song? Cat, uh, no. Kathy McGendry. Is it, uh, Shania Twain? You know what? Wrong. It's Gretchen Wilson. That's a banger, but... And I've put that song in the quick mix I don't know how many times. My favorite I'm embarrassed. is where Brian Riley gets Martina McBride, Redneck Woman. No, Kelly buzzes in. Martina McBride, Redneck Woman. No. So, I, so who got the points? No one. Can I get a half? I was the first one to get it. We all lost in that one. I got a half. I'm going to say I have a half Let's pretend point. that never happened. All right, here we go. That's going to be the clip of the day. Number two. <laughs> he won't buy nothing that he can't fix. Wow. Toby Keith made in America. Yeah. Yes. He loves his wife, but she's that well, that's wife that decorates on the 4th of July, but says every day. Yeah, man. 
man. Jeez. So it's one point to a half a point. Brian Riley, get the bat off your shoulder. Well, that first one took so long. I'm just trying to get through the rest of this quickly. <laughs> that was actually pretty impressive. All right, here we go. Song and poem number two. Come on. Or three. Yeah. We were laughing and living, drinking. Oh. And shoot. wishing. And thinking as the ah! checker. Hold oh, on. Shoot. Yes, Brian Riley. I know the name of the song. I don't know the artist. Brian Riley, need a song title and artist. I don't know. Redneck Woman, Martina McBride. (laughs) I have no idea. No. All right. And thinking as that checkered flag was waving, sure would like to stay in. Talladega, Eric Church. Yeah. Yeah. Like a stone, time rolls no, what's funny is I at first I thought I was laughed until we cried, and then I couldn't remember the name of the artist. So I'm glad that I, I'm glad that you screwed up so I can hey, get it. You're welcome. But let me guess, it all comes down to the tiebreaker. Yes, <laughs> I have a tiebreaker here. We're two and a half points. And this is what kind of song? Nineties hip hop. Yeah. Do you, it's as if the show was planned just for me today. Wow, it's weird. What's it called? Kelly and Wood in the morning. It's crazy. Kelly and Wood. All right, here we go. Are we ready? Let's go. Donald Duck. Back again. Turn up the music. Let's begin. Party on, party people. Let me hear some noise. Rah! Uh, whoop, there it is, tag team. Yes, go! Upside down and inside out. I'm about to show all you folks what it's all about. Now it's time for it to get on the mic and make this party hot. I'm taking it back to the old school because I'm an old fool who's so cool. If you want to get down, I'm going to show you the way. Except for those first three minutes, this is awesome. <laughs> I was going to say, watching you two flounder around. <laughs> well, I'll take this win today in Fireside Country Poetry. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's the first break of the day. We tack it on the end of the podcast. Wood had a horrible meal at yes. the hands of his wife. God love her. But and, yeah. uh, is that all we talked about this well, morning? I also saved my family's life. You did. And we found out. calling in the professionals. That you have a very sweet eyesore in your backyard. Oh my gosh! You, t- you, you forgot had to about remind it. me. I forgot yeah. all about it. All right, we'll get into all that now on the podcast. All right, the bonus track. What? Who cares? Kelly and Wood. Oh, it is. Uh, all right, there we go. <laughs> Radio Free America, broadcasting from the four corners of the world. Get on my back, King. No, I don't. I don't need. I will tell you this. So I, I am a little upset today at what my neighbors did. Oh Lord. And I don't think I'm ever going to be able to sell this dump I live in now. Well, with word of mouth like that, <laughs> how could you not? I'm trying. This is reverse psychology. My neighbors essentially dumped a cabin in their backyard yesterday and trying to call it a shed. And I'm just like, what? I'm, I'm never going to be able to sell my home. Now, is it like the parts of like a, like, did they drop the logs of no, a they dropped cabin? They dropped an entirely built structure in their backyard. That's probably about 500 square feet. That's significant. It, it is. It's got a porch on it and everything. It's, it's a home. It, it has a porch? They, they essentially dropped a tiny home in their backyard trying to call it a shed. That's a code violation. I, I hope it is, dude. It's got to be. I'm going to have to be doing a... If anybody wants a house for next to nothing, come get my house. You just take over the payments on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I never should have moved to this neighborhood. I knew it was a mistake. And now I'm reaping the benefits of that. All right, man. All right. So who wants to do some radio? Yeah. <laughs> My wife was crying last night because that shed is so ugly they put in their backyard. Good night. Well, because she's like, we're never going to be able to move now. Like, this, this family has destroyed our, our little area there. You are 
drastically overstating things. How am I going to sell a house when there's a house and another house behind me? Way back in the day when I lived in Ohio, yeah, the house next to us, we when my parents put it up for sale, they were spray painting a car in the driveway <laughs> on the day of the open house, and that house sold. So I'm telling oh, you, now you may God. not get the, the creme de la creme price. The top dollar. But it is... I, what is it? A buyer's market, seller's market, whatever. You will be able to sell the house. I don't know, man. Ugh. But I guarantee to you, I'd be calling the city and yeah. saying, hey, there's code violations all over the place. I should, but does it make sense what we're talking about right now? I have these neighbors behind me that are just the absolute worst. Mm-hmm. They've, they've, they're just house the parties. Yeah. I mean, till all hours on weeknights, everything else. And yesterday, I saw, I thought they were maybe putting in a garden. And I thought, okay, fine. They'll pay attention to it for a week. It'll all die. At least it's only a garden. Because they were putting cinder blocks down. Okay. And I thought, okay, whatever. I don't care. Yesterday, I come out of the bedroom and I look, and there is a essentially a cabin being placed in their backyard right up against our fence. I um, applaud the quick construction. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. They must have done that. So it's like, well, no, it's always been here <laughs> or whatever. Like whatever BS they'll try. Well, you have pictures to prove that wrong. Right. Oh, God. I just I And hate, I'll tell you this, man, if you have that something that so much. if you have something that violates code, trust me, they don't care that you've built it. Yeah. Like they don't care that it oh, it's already up. This had to be a twenty thousand dollar shed. They'll tell you to tear it down. Yeah. Who wants but to do they won't know unless you start making some ruckus. I got up this morning and was instantly sad about it. I looked out the window as I was drinking my Metamucil and thought, God dang it. Mm. Every time I, I start to get in a good mood, they do something to ruin it. Well, now people are texting in cash offers for your house. Here we go. Thanks right. a lot, Kelly. Any, anything good in there? Uh, we got one offer for tree fitting. <laughs> Another person offering a, a pontoon boat. <laughs> so you got that. <laughs> Can you imagine if I traded my house for a pontoon? Which I would do at this point. I was about point. to say. <laughs> at this point in time, why wouldn't you? And then sail down to where'd you want to go to Mississippi or something? I want to I want to take the whole Mississippi River down to the Gulf of Mexico. But if I do that down, no, I ain't coming back. I'm not living in that house anymore. Oh, okay. Well, there you I go. I might just walk away from it. It's the mother-in-law suite. Oh, okay. I Can I say something? I think that they're probably going to have people moving into this thing. That's against the law. I know it is, but they have about 75 foster children living in this house. Mm-hmm. And Which I, is good, by the way. I love foster parents. Right. But I think at some point, you're doing it for the money. You're not doing it for the right causes. Possibly. And I, I assume that they're going to turn this into some sort of place where they can store more foster children sweatshop yeah yeah i, oh, I call God, the government i, 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 I call the gov if i'm getting the, if i'm getting the okay from you i know it's okay when i call the police on them you give me the side eye depends on like there there's there's a reason now i would just go over and handle it myself oh you're gonna go hand, your... you're gonna handle a shed oh yeah i'd walk over and say hey what the hell is this about right and they'd be like get lost yeah. Fine. okay well then now i gotta take it to the authorities I'm, i'll go before the supreme court if i have to oh, i'll yeah. take this all the way to the supreme court the hell are you guys doing here <laughs> oh, is this about a shed we need to lock the door for this riffraff <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm sorry i'm just feeling a little down about it today because i just feel like i'm never gonna be like, and i'm embarrassed now like when my daughter's friends come over and stuff like we literally have the trashiest neighborhood out of all of her friends we're we're the trash mm-hmm and I hate that. I wanted better for my children. I was the trash growing up. Yeah. Maybe it is you. Maybe you just infected. It could be. Yeah. It could be I just bring the trashiness wherever I go. They saw you and they're like, ah, yeah, we can throw a shit up. Did you see that guy <laughs> across the street? <laughs> the hell with it. <sighs> Should we do some radio? Between that in your backyard and the safe crackers yeah. out your front yard. Yeah. It's bad. It's a bad scene.
It is a really bad scene. That's a tough beat. You know what? I'm just not into it today. Mm. I'm just not into the rap today. I, I fell off, and I'm so sad about that shed. Anyway. Well, can can I bring some good house news? Please do. Please. So, over the weekend, right, I walk into my kitchen. I'm in my socks. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing worse than stepping in something wet when you're wearing a sock. Oh, man. Now your socks are ruined for the rest of the day. And I go into the kitchen. I step in water. And there's water on my floor. Now, what is the first thing you do as a parent when there's water on the kitchen floor? Hey! Exactly. Yeah. I blame the children. You know, I say, everyone, front center! Because <laughs> Everett, Everett's one chore is the dishes. Now, I will be 100% honest with you. I have no idea how much water this child is using to do my dishes. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot. There's water everywhere. It's got to get them clean. And I say, hey, you know what, guys? Can we clean up the water when you spill water in the kitchen? Both of them. No, it wasn't me. wasn't me. wasn't me. Okay, yeah, right. For Sure. Stick together. I appreciate that. I actually like that a little bit. But both of you, get the hell out of my now, face. Now your energy's ratcheting up a smidge. Cleaned up the floor. Boom. Go back downstairs. Watch another round of football games. Come up a couple hours later. Kitchen's wet again. Hey! I'm about to lose it. I'm about to lose Because Murphy, God lover, she'll come to the ice machine. Yeah. She'll get out uh, ice. They'll go all over the place. And they'll fill the water up to the very rim of the glass. Right. Now, when I drop an ice cube, yeah, I kick it under the fridge. You got to clean underneath there. This is my house. Yeah. I'm allowed to do that. You, the kids, you pick it up. You pay a bill, you can kick ice cubes under the fridge like me. All right. I yell at everyone again. There's water all over the floor. My, my wife, hey, actually, the kids weren't. Kids weren't in the kitchen. That wasn't them. Now all three of them are against you. That's my original thought. They formed an alliance. I immediately turned on here. I was like, well, then you're spilling water in the kitchen, Andrea. The, the water didn't magically get here after all, right? Yeah. No, no, it's not me, Matt. And then it hit me. Oh, my God. I got a leak. So I sprint downstairs, go into my crawl space, because I can get into my crawl space directly under my my kitchen. And the first thing, I, the only thing I think of is, Oh my God, there's going to be water all over the place down here. Now you got to replace the flooring. This is it. I, yeah. I got to set my house on fire in an yeah. insurance scam. I'm going to put a shed in the backyard and live in it. Yeah, I'm going to go live with Kelly Jordan. <laughs> Maybe I can live in his neighbor's Airbnb back there. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I go into my crawl space, nothing. Bone dry. Four bone dry. That's good. That's a good sign. Right. But now, where in the hell is this water coming from? I'm I'm borderline panicking because I call my dad because everyone calls dad or someone that they know, right? Right. But it's like, oh, you probably got a sewer line backed up. Thanks a lot, dude. That's like thousands of dollars. So I get on the phone and I call Gilk. They Gilk Plumbing and Heating. Yeah. They have an emergency line. Yep, I know this. And I didn't really know if this warranted an emergency or not. Well, it's better to be safe than sorry. But the kid was scared. Yeah. So and. Honest to God, I think the guy's name was Travis. He got on the phone. He's just like walking me through. He's like, oh, I'll be real with you guys. It's not, it's not really a, an emergency. He says, I, you probably just got a slow leak from somewhere. He's, he checked behind the fridge. No. There's water back there? Boom. Pull out the fridge. There's water. I was like, okay, well, this, where the hell is it coming from? And as I'm spinning like the wa- the little like water line, yeah, it hits me. Right? Squirts you. Literally, in the, it's like a mist. And... I, I could have, if I could have gone through the phone, if we had the technology for me to go through the phone, I'd have given Travis a hug. Yeah, maybe even a little smooch on the cheek. <laughs> and it was just awesome. Guilt came out yesterday, replaced the whole line. It took, it took them, you know, like actual real 
skilled labor. Oh, yeah, of course. Like nine minutes to do it. Right. But it was just, oh, man. Think how bad that could have been if like we were on vacation oh, or something. Oh, that'd be the worst. Gilk is about to come out to my house. I have an intermittent leak in my basement, if that Ooh, makes any sense. doesn't. To them, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, it's probably something is getting hot. And then I was like, cool, if you guys know, but it only leaks once in a while. They're going to come figure it out. And I, Gil, I, Gil's got the people to do it. I do not have the intestinal fortitude to be a plumber. Oh, God, no. Any, any water just scares me. I see someone, I'm like, oh, you're screwed. You're screwed. You got to move. Well, thank you to Gilt Plumbing, Heating, and AC. Yes, They've shout done out. a lot of work for both of us. Man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here we are ready to do it this morning. Thank you. You could have been anywhere in the world right now, but you decided to be here. And that gesture is not lost on us. No, it's not. How was your evening, man? It was unique. Okay. And I'm sure I am just like probably 90% of y'all out there right now. Meaning? You cook... What? Maybe nine same dinners all the time. You got a rotation. Right. You know, everyone does like taco night and all yeah. that kind of stuff, a spaghetti night. You, But you want to try different foods, especially my house. I love to cook. My wife likes to experiment and stuff with food. I've we, said it a million times. You're a phenomenal cook. Thank you. And we like to try different things. So yesterday, my wife says, you know what? I found this dish. She sent it to me. It looked pretty good. I don't know if anyone else is... DMs or whatever it is with their wives is like 95% recipes. That's what mine is with my wife. a little different. Oh my. (laughs) And so she says, it's like this honey chicken thing that you serve with noodles and it looked really good. So she put it in the crock pot. When I walked in yesterday from work, house smelled good. Yum. Let's eat. I was pretty excited for this meal. Now my wife was nervous about it. And she gets nervous about some of these, especially when you cook something new, right? I could understand early on in the marriage, but she should be relaxed enough now. You, you would think. Yeah. So she comes home. She's very nervous about it. She's I don't know how it's going to taste. I don't know how it's going to taste. Can you come taste it? Sure. Smells fantastic. Sophisticated palate on the case. You know, she shreds all the chicken and everything, and she gives me a bite. And look, I tried. <laughs> this tasted like... Wet chicken. Oh yuck! Yeah. Like no, like no flavor, just soggy. It was just stringy. Wet. Ooh, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> and she's like, tell me, be honest, be honest, be honest. I'm just like, oh, it's that's that's good. Did you put did you put any seasonings in there? Yeah, a lot, a lot. It had a lot of honey too. And I'm like, I, I'll taste any of it. <laughs> you know, like th- there was no texture other than just like mush just stringy wet chicken and then she took a bite she goes i i don't i don't think i like this i'm like yeah it's awful (laughs) as soon as she even kind of gave me a wavering of this could be terrible yeah fine i'm out (laughs) you tripled down on her and i I know how much work she put into it because she made it what like sunday night so she could have it in the crock pot for monday morning yeah. Like, she put a lot of work into this. Did it cook too long? Cooked all the seasoning out of it? Could be. I don't know. But I guarantee you, we're never making this thing again. Yeah. Because she's like, well, what do we do? The kids aren't going to like it. I'm like, well, A, I don't care about the kids. I care about me. Yeah. And they're lucky they get to eat. Let's do pizza. I said, let's, go, let's just go do pizza. We had, like, a coupon we bought, you know, from one of those things where they, you know, the local school goes around and sells you, you know, like, a coupon book. Oh, yeah. So go ahead, cash in that coupon book. We'll just do that. Yeah. And she's like, I'm, I think I'm going to keep it. I'm going to try to eat it at work. And I'm just like, baby girl. <laughs> no. Move on. No. Yeah, sometimes my wife will do the same thing. She'll make something that nobody likes. 
and I'll open the fridge and see it in there. I'm like, you got to be willing. To, she doesn't want to waste food, to her credit. Good. Right? But ain't no one going to eat it. It's either throw it away now or we throw it away in two weeks when it's stinking up the whole house. And honestly, let's, let's treat ourselves here a little bit. You know, we're not bad. But back when my wife and I first were together. Yeah. And, you, you know, you got that as you're walking out the Hey, don't spend any money. We have zero money in the account. Cool. Got it. Yeah. That's when you ate everything you made. Do you have any of that awesome honey chicken dish you made? This time when we have like $35 in the bank account. Yeah. We that's, can afford to be a little. You can get three pizzas. That's kind of what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I give her credit, and I know everyone's trying to try something new, but this dish, I don't know if she, you know, like you said, maybe we left it on there too long, whatever. My, I made one dish one time that was so awful, it has scarred me to this day that I cannot, sometimes, I, so I was really into, you know, back before I had kids, I had nothing but time, and I had a little money in my pocket, so I was like, I'm going to do some fancy foods and so one time a gourmet. I, right. One time I marinated a piece of salmon in red wine and Dijon mustard. Okay. And I don't know why I did that. Now did you see this somewhere or did you just come up with this on your I own? I don't remember. Yeah, it definitely came up with it. It was own. absolutely horrific to where I couldn't eat salmon for about two years after that. And sometimes the taste of Dijon mustard will throw me right back to the most disgusting thing I ever put in my mouth. That sounds like it tasted like a burp. <laughs> it t- you're right. It tasted like heartburn. Yeah, like you have That's one of those t- burps. You're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that fish sounds like it tastes like. I think after that, like things between me and my wife changed because I don't really remember cooking much after that. I think that I, think that I went too far. I'm allowed to barbecue. Mm-hmm. That's about it. I don't. I don't really cook anything else, Mister Kelly. No, I don't. No. Like if it requires boiling noodles and things like that, I, I'm out. The the other worst dish, and my wife and I made the mistake of bringing it up at a couple times because now she throws it in my face all the time. She made like this phenomenal lasagna dish. It was like broken lasagna or something. Okay, and for some reason, Rachel Ray adds like a little like hint of cinnamon into her lasagna. Makes no sense. Ugh. And Andrea like read it wrong and put in like way too much. It was like eating. The bark of a cinnamon tree. <laughs> and it, this goes back when we were really, you know, struggling money-wise. So you had to eat it. Oh, I choked it down. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, it's great, Andrea. I felt bad when my mom first started kind of, you know, losing her, you know, losing her. I don't want to say losing her mind. That doesn't sound right. But yeah, when she was when struggling. Her, when her dementia started kicking in, her Alzheimer's and everything else, she used to make bomb rice hot dish. I'm talking about the, I'm be- listening. the best rice hot dish I had ever had in my life. Now, I had been in Texas forever, mm-hmm. and I could not wait to get home to Minnesota to have some of my mom's rice hot dish, right? For some reason, she put cinnamon in it. And I felt bad because like she was just starting on this thing of like yeah. you know we were trying to not make her feel bad about being forgetful and you know getting things wrong a lot of times but boy she got that wrong yeah. and my kids too my kids love their grandma's rice hot dish man we were talking about it when we hit the Iowa Minnesota <laughs> border like oh I'm having a plate right when we get there coming to you Mimo and man I heaped it on too I was like everybody have some let's go why does it smell like Christmas and we took one bite and everybody looked at each other like. Oh, this is horrible. Yeah. And we choked it down because I didn't want to make my mom feel bad. But oh, it's just cinnamon. It belongs on desserts and toast. That's it. And even then, just a bit. No, I love to cake it on. Oh. I love when it sounds like I'm biting into the beach when, <laughs> when I eat a piece of toast. <laughs> like cinnamon and sugar on toast. I like it to go like. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm into that.
I want it to sound like I'm biting into a sandcastle when I eat that stuff. I'll never tell Andrea this, but even just the scent of cinnamon takes me straight back to that lasagna dish. It's like Dijon mustard for me. Oh, I can't shake it. <laughs> like if they could get into like the recesses of my mind, it'd be just like cinnamon, 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 way back there in my fear cortex. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> Moving on. Yes. Well, should we do some history, my friend? Come on. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> All right, it was on this day, Wood, all the way back in the year of 1995. The Harlem Globetrotters' 8,829 game, 24-year winning streak ended when they lost to a team led by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Now, was that on purpose? Probably did they not. really just get beat? Well, I mean, they go there, they goof around, and they're just the better team, you know, yeah. than the other team. But could those guys make it in the NBA? You think? I mean, some cause, did because their ball handling skills are insane. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm talking about like they, I feel like they could out dribble anybody. But the skill thing is different. I mean, you know, like one guy who did like Jamario Moon played for the Cavs for a while, but okay. then he went and played for so middling guys. Or right. would you rather just go have a ton of fun, make decent money, yeah. not have to worry about getting cut every year type I wonder deal. if those guys do make it. My friend was a, D, a traveling DJ for them for like three years. Like, what a cake gig. Like, he would come out like, all right, everybody, yeah, make some noise! Metal Arc Lemon! Then he would play like, whoop, there it is, you yeah. know. And, oh, Metal Arc Lemon, this wasn't back in the 70s. You never know. I can, but I will tell you this. If you've got youngins, and even if you don't, You've got to see the Globetrotters at least oh, once man. in your life. I, we just went a couple months ago. It was a blast. It is such a fun time. They do such a great job with it. That is that is fun sports. And you're kind of seeing the same with baseball now, with like the Savannah Bananas and stuff. Okay. It's, same kind of deal? Yeah. And they, the, the Savannah Bananas look like they're a blast. I would love to go to a game, but they're sold out for like two years. Dang. Yeah. Uh, it was on this day in 2003. I hurt myself today. See if I still feel Man, it gives me goosebumps every time I hear mm-hmm. it. Uh, Johnny Cash died on this day in Nashville at the age. He was only seventy-one when he died. Yeah, we want to talk about hard living. Though. Well, yeah, I mean, he had the liver of a hundred-year-old, but and that music, the music video for that, the Hurt music video, yeah. is just one of the most well-shot videos you'll ever see. I think it won a VMA. That's what I'm saying. It gives me goosebumps when I hear it, just because I picture the video. Because you could tell, like, this was a guy who was kind of done. Yeah, you know? and Maynard from Nine Inch Nails even said he was kind of hesitant about Johnny Cash taking that song. He said, like, that that, that song was me. Like, he wrote it about drug addiction, you know? Yeah. And then, like, what's Johnny Cash going to do with it? And then once after he heard Johnny Cash performance, he said, that's his song now. Like, yeah. he, he went and did, changed what it is. And, like, and that song is incredibly, incredibly strong. Off of that same album, one of my favorite, not even just Johnny Cash songs, but just favorite songs is... Oh, yeah. You know this one? Mm-hmm. God gonna cut you down. Man, this is like, in the right mood, this song will get you going, man. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Let's just give time. it a second. Run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Ooh. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Baseball players use that as their walk-up song, which is a good choice. Sooner, Sooner or later, later, God will cut you down. Ooh, man. I'm on one today. Oh, yeah. Thinking about my neighbors in that shed, <laughs> man.
man. <laughs> we're going to be back. Sooner or later, the neighbor going to cut you down. <laughs> I guess a lot of people don't even know what I'm talking about. No. That doesn't matter. All right. Uh, on this day, on a sad note, in 2011, well, maybe not a sad note, but in 2011. Of course, the memorial going to be seen for the first time this morning by the families. It is called Reflecting Absence, and it is striking how much creativity and thoughtfulness has gone into producing this memorial. On 2011, the 9-11 Memorial Museum in New York opened to the public. Yeah. Which, and, if you ever have a chance to go, go see it. And I kind of thought when they announced like there was going to be like a hole. Yeah. I, I don't know, that, but it is... When you see it, it makes sense. It does. And like last night, of course, the Jets you know, were on Monday Night Football, and you know they had the lights going up and yeah. everything. It's still... It's just one of those things. I don't know if I've ever been overtaken by emotion by just the location before. Yeah. I've been overtaken by emotion many times in my life, but just being in that spot, man, it got me. Of course, there's a lot of things to check out when you go to New York. Oh, but yeah. Seriously, if you do go, make sure that's that one thing you do see. Absolutely. Uh, let's do some birthdays, Wood. Come on. Celebrating a birthday today. There's a hole in the anymore. I don't know. Song jams. Anyway, it's Kelsey Ballerini's birthday today. She's a youngin'. I'm going to say she's like 28. Oh, you're close, man, but not close enough. Oops, not close enough to get the right sound effect. Oh, no, wait. No. Nope. <laughs> don't play with my emotions like that. She's the ripe old age of 30 today. She's on one of my favorite chain smokers songs. Oh. <laughs> Which uh, I, I was going to play that, but I was like, ah, Kelly, don't be stupid. Yeah. Uh, would have been celebrating a birthday today. I lose. Winner takes my car clean and clear. But if I win, I take the cash and I take the respect. Paul Walker, it would have been his birthday today. Boy. I didn't know he was he would have been this old. I See, because he look in... Obviously, it's it's hard when someone passes away young, right? Because you, you constantly see them as yeah. at that that age. Yeah, he had he would have been like what? Maybe like forty four today. Ah, uh, you're actually way low on that. Really? One. Yeah. <clears throat> He'd have been fifty today. Get the hell out yeah, of here! Can you believe that? It's that, it's that blonde hair, man. Yeah. It's that blonde hair. He was a good dude, man. Same thing with Zach Morris. When Zach Morris on like say by the bill, he's like thirty five. No, he's like he's like fifty five. Get the hell out of here, <laughs> dude. That show was on in the 80s, and he was like 20 back then. Uh, look, I, I'm struggling here. Um, also celebrating a birthday today. I was watching YouTube today. I was watching one of the ads that comes on before the video. I watch. I don't skip those. I think that's rude. <laughs> it is. It's mean. Somebody worked hard on that ad. Uh, Louis C.K., it's his birthday today. Talk about a dude who had a fall. He did have a fall, but he's kind of slowly crawling back. Well, and when he was when he got in trouble, he was about his biggest Chappelle. Oh my gosh, he was he was doing giant stadiums and TV shows. Yep. I mean, he was all over the place. I know he's old. I'm gonna say he's like 56 today. Oh man, good. I'm glad you got one right on the nose. Ah, there we go. Louis, Way to rebound. Louis C.K. is 56 today. Uh, and of course, if it's your birthday today, we'd like to wish you a happy birthday as well. 